0: Welcome back to the What the Fumble podcast. Thanks for sticking with us so long. If you're looking to stay updated with everything that we're up to, you can follow us at wtfumblepod on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. If you're looking for more ways to support the show, but enough of that. Let's answer the real burning questions: Will we manage to get out of this alive? Will Tesk get punched in the face? Will Adam drop character spoilers in the first five minutes? All that and more in episode three, Cirque du Soleil.
1: I was just gonna say, like every episode of like Man versus Wild has like led up to this moment, and I still don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> if I every time I think of like what would Bear Grylls do, like obviously the right answer is just check into a hotel, but I don't think that's an option here. <laughs> uh, no, the, drink, p- drink, not drink not your own piss.
2: piss. The best, not an yeah, option. well that's it. Lenara's gonna. Have to, uh, sorry is gonna have to drink her own piss now, and that's not even good for you.
3: And you can't even do that because your water skin is busted now. Yeah, <laughs> well, I have hands.
4: Have you ever seen like those still shots, the still photos of Bear girls he's in the water and you can clearly see the life jacket like underneath his oh wet shirt? God. Have you seen those I have pictures? Not, but I believe you they're they're out there that that's amazing Bear girls, if you're listening, I'm sorry <laughs>
2: <laughs> There goes our first special guest, son of a bitch
3: <laughs> dang yes. it! totally hey, that's my ranger's god, okay? Well, at least we know, you. Well, we know he's good at roleplay, so. Oh, yeah. ah, hey, there we go. Oh. Hey, hey,
2: hey, like Shots fired. <laughs> Plus, we don't have to worry about flotation devices, apparently, with him. Yeah, as long right. as he's got a shirt on, we're fine.
4: I want to talk backstory. Okay. For just a sec. Just kind of let the people know that you got. We did our backstory a little different this time, right? We... We didn't do that typical like session zero and you guys sit around the table and you give like a 30-minute description about your backstory. We didn't do that. So usually we do. Usually we would have said, well, Tess did this and that in the first 10 years of her life. She did this and then she did this and she's good at this because we didn't do any of that. This time,
0: it's a mystery
4: why I'm good at stuff. It is a mystery, though. Like getting stabbed in the chest. (laughs) <laughs> I'd requested that because I felt you know since we're doing horror that it would add a horror element for you guys to not know a damn thing about each other
0: unknown quantities whether or not you'll chuck someone's loved one off a raft
3: I mean listen right? it's, it was a good idea at the time
0: was it though?
2: previously loved one?
4: something like that
2: his recent
3: ex-wife
4: hey, she was dead weight Yep, exactly. Now there's more room on this piece of wood for all my piranhas to chill out on after oh I eat God. you. It's going to be pretty great. It's We're going to have a little piranha party. Oh, get a sick. tiki hut built on this thing. <laughs> Fill some coconuts up. <laughs> get some umbrellas. My little piranhas are going to have a blast.
3: Why do you put umbrellas in tall drinks anyways? They're like, oh no, my drink will get wet. Like, I don't
4: get that. So it doesn't, that's it. So it doesn't rain in your drink. But yeah, I guess, you know, go back to the backstory thing. Explain a little bit of what we did. Like, you guys didn't know anything but your classes, uh, maybe some names, but still right now, you guys don't know each other's backstories. And that's not to say they're all evil, but it does add, (laughs) I thought it would add a pretty cool element don't you look at me like that, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about there miles. <laughs> really, my big question here, what this is all getting to is did anyone actually think we were just going to peacefully sail the water deep? Did anyone legit think that
3: i honestly, I did. I honestly <laughs> thought we were peacefully going to sail the water deep. We were going to establish some kind of like subterfuge on the boat, right. and then I thought shit was going to hit the fan at Waterdeep. Maybe a little, like, side mission on the boat yeah, on I've, your way to Waterdeep. I, I thought shit was going to hit the fan at Waterdeep. At Deep. Waterdeep. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to sail the ship to Waterdeep
0: ourselves.
4: Colin, did you think we were going to Waterdeep? Uh, no. Sobes,
1: I just, I just didn't think it was going to be this bad, that's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's
4: quite the dramatic first episode. But you didn't think Waterdeep was going to happen, did you?
1: No, I actually did think we were going to arrive. You did? You yeah. think we were Eventually, actually going go to Eventually, I thought we would get there.
4: Maybe <laughs> yeah. we still will, mm-hmm. but... Did you? Did any of you really think the boat was just going to peacefully, that the blue dolphin was going <laughs> to arrive peacefully into the port of Watcher? I felt like
3: the ship was going to get attacked, or there was going to be some kind of mutiny maybe, Yeah, uh, but I didn't think that, you know, I thought that, yeah, we would have at least got to port or something. Yeah,
0: I, I honestly felt like the ship was just a way to keep all of your cats herded for the first episode. <laughs> it's like, okay, you can't leave, talk to each other.
4: It did accomplish that. It did accomplish the whole backstories being herded together. So I should throw you on a boat. And it's still being accomplished by throwing you all in the ocean. It's fantastic. (laughs) You guys are right where I want you to be. A few piranhas
2: is like sheepdogs. It's Ah, great.
4: It's making me really happy. Let's fight some piranhas. You oh guys want to fight some piranhas? Man. We might as yeah. well. Let's fight some piranhas. Let me recap where we kind of left it. We left off. Merlin had just dove underwater to try to grab Peter in time and pull him back up to the surface. As you did that, Merlin, you realize that already Peter's legs were mostly eaten away by these this swarm of piranhas. Beth's body is nowhere in sight. I mean, you see like her tattered Pieces of clothing floating around where she should be. A cloud of blood in the water where she should be. And you see dozens of these little piranhas. And when I say little, they're about a foot long. And they've got a whole lot of spiny, jagged little teeth. You notice them immediately. You still, I guess where we left it off, you'd, you'd still have like probably maybe 15 feet of movement and a bonus action if you want to if you want to do anything. Is there anything you'd like to do? We kind of cut you off right in the middle of your turn. Right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, quite the critical moment. Yeah, I got a big decision to make. Uh, Merlin understands that Peter is going to die. Even if I get him up onto the piece of wood, he's not going to make it. And there's way too many piranhas and we need to get out of here. So unfortunately, uh, Merlin is going to have to let go of Peter. But uh, he's going to try and grab some memento off him that he can keep with him, perhaps pass it on to his loved ones, you know, as an heirloom.
4: Yeah, sure thing. You can give me an investigation, I suppose. Sure. Yeah, investigation.
1: Let's see. 10 on the die uh, plus zero leaves it at a 10.
4: 10. A 10 enough to find the locket with Beth's picture. <laughs> in his <laughs> pocket. Okay. So and and he's got the groom's version of the vows oh, oh, folded away. No. We need to carry in these his with pocket. us for the whole campaign. You <laughs> Scoop those up. So you can still take your movement if you want.
1: I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rise back up to back up uh, the surface, to the surface uh, with the locket and vows and uh, just let everybody know, hey, there's a swarm of piranhas, and right now they're distracted, unfortunately, but it's our chance to get out
4: of here, so we should start paddling away. Up to the surface you go. You warn everybody about the piranhas that are surrounding all of you. Stiletto, what would you like to do? Now, don't forget, piranhas in the water, but there's also a very angry half-orc with a... Well, he doesn't have an axe, because at some point he threw it at Lustra <laughs> Really <laughs> hoping that axe
2: is going <laughs> to splash in the water and take out some piranhas. Uh, I'm going to keep trying to slow him down. Okay. And I will uh, probably blow another piece of my inventory up as I uh, cast Ray of Frost That's again. right,
4: you yeah. messed that
2: all up last week. Yeah, just a little bit. Ah, uh, oh, okay, not a one. That all right? Improvement, well. improvement. Uh, Thirteen,
4: okay, to hit. A Thirteen versus my boy. Oh, where would his character sheet go? I've replaced him with a swarm of piranhas. <laughs>
1: where
4: is he?
0: He just falls apart. It was just ten piranhas. Piranhas in a trench coat.
4: 13 is the number you needed. Oh, ah, yeah. yay!
0: Uh, for oh man,
2: I am just doing awesome for one cold damage. Okay, but I do slow him down ten feet.
4: Oh, that's that's big. It's big because he's got no hand axe
2: or swim speed. Hopefully, and we've got
4: a ranger that hopefully won't also roll a one. And uh, that's it. That's Slows all I got. Slows him down. That is good. That is very, very, very good. That's going to bring it back to our half-orc friend. He doesn't have a hand axe. He's in the water. If I remember right, I think he's about 15 feet away from Tess. Does that sound right, He certainly is, yeah. 15 feet away from Tess. And you see him start to swim towards you, Tess. But then he screams, oh, ow! And he kind of like looks down at his foot and starts thrashing in the water. He's trying to punch at piranhas that are apparently surrounding him as well. Oh, uh, no. So he spends his turn punching the water and gets very little progress done, I think. Let me double check. Yeah, he punches the water, accomplishes nothing, and that's going to bring it. My piranhas. Oh, oh no. This <laughs> is time for the piranhas. <laughs> Who's in the water? Everybody? Let's say everybody. <laughs> Tell me everybody. Well, that's more targets that aren't me. So, yeah, everyone, jump in. <laughs> Tess is definitely in the water. Yes. Lustra is definitely on top, if I remember Correct, right. So I, remember you I, shooting shot, I shot
3: with my bow from, from the flotilla. Ash is on top? I'm on, I was fastening the boat together. So you're
4: on top. Merlin in the water or not? I,
3: I had swam yeah, up. you just swam yeah. up, so
4: you're still in the water. Yeah. Stiletto in the water or not? No, she got up. She's up on the... Okay. Uh, So two of you are very much in the water. Oh, boy. Oh, there's so many of these things. Let me just... Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Is that enough? Can I I borrow some D20s? I'd I'd rather
2: you didn't. (laughs) He needs a fish tank's worth of D20s.
4: Merlin, you feel a little nip at your ankle. Does a 10 hit you? It does not. You feel another nip at your other ankle. Does a 13 hit you? It does not. You feel another little nip oh my God. at your knee. Seven is going to miss you. That's right. 15? Nope. Oh, you son of a gun.
1: <sighs> oh, they tickle. Son of a gun. I don't like how they tickle, but they tickle.
4: Tess.
0: Yeah. Didn't you get hit last time? I certainly did. How are you
4: feeling? How's Tess feeling?
0: So good.
4: Is 13 hit Tess? It doesn't. Does not? Does not. Does a 17 hit Tess? 17 hits. You oh, no. feel one of these piranhas nibble away oh, God. at your heel, and you take one point of piercing damage. Oh, my God. You feel another one start nipping at your butt.
3: What did it get?
4: It got a 13. Oh, thank oh, it. God.
0: It, oh, God. My, I, I clench my butt. It bounces off. <laughs> <laughs> Squats both in real life and in the game. Is that free, free trade,
4: what <laughs> elf ass? Uh, that's great. Another one's going to try to bite. you. Please don't. That's uh, pretty sure. That's a hit. Twenty two to hit you. Oh, that
0: course. certainly is a hit.
4: You take one more point of piercing damage.
0: I certainly do fall unconscious.
4: And Tess falls unconscious. And starts floating in the water. Oh, God. <laughs> Another piranha nips away at the heels of this poor half-orc as he is thrashing around in the water. You hear him screaming as well. Oh, there are so many of them. And he's going to take, you see a cloud of blood start to rise around the half-orc as well as he's getting eaten alive by all these tiny little piranhas. Tess unconscious, half-fork getting eaten up, Merlin surrounded. Lucero, what do you do? Oh, God.
3: (laughs) This is uh, quite the pickle. Oh, yeah, it's so funny. It's hilarious.
4: (laughs) This is hilarious. So,
3: in regards, do I see these swarms of piranha?
4: Yeah, you see... I mean, they you know jump up uh, to the surface and go right back in, but they're everywhere. You see the water like frothing everywhere. You see a couple very close to Tessa's unconscious body.
3: Okay, I'm gonna look to Slash and say, "I'll take care of the piranha. You get Tessa's body out of there." And I'm going to need a con save from the piranha and any. Part of a line 30 feet out because I'm using my breath weapon.
4: Oh, nice. Ooh. Oh, oh, fuck. What kind of breath weapon do you got? Acid damage. Oh, shit. Con save from every piranha. In a 30 foot line, five feet wide. Five foot wide, 30. And you're aiming essentially straight for Tess?
3: Well, uh, I, I'm assuming there's piranha around her. And there's
4: piranha around everybody who's in the water. So, like, who do you, you want to go towards? We are you trying to clear.
3: I would like to try and clear tests. Okay, con uh, saves. That would be correct. Uh oh, scratch that. It is not a con. It is Dex. What's
4: the number I'm trying to be?
3: Uh, the DC is twelve. And if it's a fail, it's still half
4: damage. Half damage on a fail? Yep. Go ahead and roll your damage for me. So the full damage is six. Full damage is six. Three on a fail. Oh man, this is huge. This is huge. Good, good, good work, Mr. (laughs) Lustra. Even with half damage, the ones who just took three are wiped out. Uh, Your acid just melts dozens. You see no less than 12 piranha bodies start floating on top of the surface. And the water is still frothing. But the ones that were kind of in the direct area of Tess are no more. That Those waters have grown still. So you have this nice straight line of calm water now between you and Tess. But still piranhas in the water. Is there anything else you can do? Uh,
3: well, that was my action. You know what? Considering Slash's questionable actions, I think I'm going to go and dive in to save Tess myself.
4: You're going in. I'm going in. So you dive into the water mm-hmm. and swim... You're only fifteen feet away, so you, I can, you can swim actually, to where I have. You, I have thirty you can get feet right up to her. Well, it's difficult terrain to swim, but yeah, she's so only thirty to fifteen. So 15 so you're yeah,
3: you're good. So yeah, I'm gonna get up there and just for flavor, start to cradle, not mechanically doing it, but start to cradle her and get ready to start bringing that her is back.
4: Awesome, man! That is awesome. You take out twelve piranhas. Very, very nice. Clutch, clutch move. Timing couldn't have been better, because Tess is now making our very first death-saving throw. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Name of the
2: podcast again, What the Fumble. Yeah, just good luck, Tess. Thanks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll, We'll have plenty of time to talk about it later. Yeah.
4: Sixteen. Okay. Okay. All right. One success. Oh. One success. Also, by the way, we do not, just in case anyone is wondering, I don't uh, go to the extreme of making a one on a death save any worse than it already is. By the rules, that's already (laughs) two failures if you get a one on a death save so they don't also have to go through my Ikea Tupperware container.
2: (laughs) But it does make him super happy. It does make (laughs) me really happy. That part's true.
4: That part's true. Uh, one success. Slash, what are you doing? You're on top of this broken aft castle plank.
3: So Slash, once again, sort of gritting his teeth. Can you see any piranha? Because I know that when he pushed Beth over, he and Merlin came up
4: saying piranha. Can you see any piranha in the immediate area around the little flotilla? Yeah, same kind of situation. I mean, they're so close to the surface and so much frothing water. You can tell there's some directly around Merlin, and Merlin is right there, like five feet away from you. All right, cool. So you're on top of the, the, the plank of wood, and he's in the water right next to it, surrounded by piranhas.
3: All righty, so what Selash is going to do is he's going to stick a hand into the water, and he's going to go ahead and cast Poison Spray. To see if he can't get some of these Piranha. Okay. Um, Poison Spray is a save or suck cantrip.
4: Uh, My DC is 13. Con save. 13. It's a con save. Well, it might actually have a minus on this. It does have a minus on this, so it got a 12.
3: Nice! Nice! So that means I get to do some a damage. I can do
4: a D12. Oh, boy. I, you don't, you don't even have to find the D12. Even if you roll a 1, it is enough damage <laughs> that you destroy this piranha. Well, it was a 1 anyway, so... Day. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. No. One piranha down. Thirteen dead piranhas floating in the area.
3: Uh, And Salash is going to call out to Lustra. Leave the dead weight or bring it quickly.
4: Merlin?
1: Merlin is going to hoist himself up out of the water and onto the plank that he came from.
4: Okay. Yeah. So you still have half of your, your movement. It just costs you half movement. Just half to do movement. That. So you still have half your movement. You still have your action bonus action.
1: Yeah. And then uh, I'm also going to try and like paddle to Tess and try and get Tess also up onto the plank.
4: I like it. Yeah. Give me an athletics check, see if you made over there. Sure. All right. 19 on the die. 19 on the die. You give it your all. Paddle. They're only 15 feet away, and you you nail it. You do some hardcore paddling and make it over there. Uh, So now you, Tess, and Lustra are all at that 15-foot mark with your boogie board. All right. Stiletto, what do you want to
2: do? Orc's too far away for me to make him taste even tastier with spells, so I'm just going to fire a ray of frost through the water. Hope I hit a piranha. Thirteen? Fourteen. Fourteen is a hit. Is this single target? Single
4: target, unfortunately. You want to roll damage just for funsies? Yeah, I do. Three! Three. That's two points of overkill.
2: Yeah, Woo! take that.
4: And fourteen dead piranhas. Yep. Anything else you can do on your turn? I will
2: stay up here and... Wait to see what happens. Try okay. not to get pushed
0: it. off by the snake man. That's, yeah. <laughs> Act as alive as possible.
4: That's going to bring it to a big burly half-orc who is thrashing around getting eaten by piranhas. He's going to punch him some water. Try to... Hey, look at that. That is going to be 15 dead piranhas at this point. Ooh. He punches the crap out of one of them. It comes floating to the surface. And they return the favor by biting away at my half-orc's heels and ankles. That's a hit. One, two. You see the half-orc. He, like, spits out a bunch of blood right before he just disappears under the surface. And you're not sure what happens to him past that. But under he goes. Lustro, what are you going to do? Oh wait, sorry. I have more piranhas. Oh my! Oh, yeah. you just hold on, sir. You didn't forget. You just wanted to leave you us in a security. Let's see, Merlin, you've got to have like legs and stuff dangling in the water, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's see here. Thirteen hit Merlin. No. Nope. Nineteen. That's a hit. oh You got one. That is one point of damage straight to the shin. Straight to the shin. Hey, 19 again. That's another hit. That's another one point of damage straight to the other shin. That one's a miss. So a couple little bites at your heels there. You take two points of piercing damage. Is anyone else in the water? Yeah. You're in the water, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My corpse is not in the water. Don't worry about it. Uh, 12 on miss. Versus Lucera, that's a miss God, The rest were all lower than that Is it, a, oh and it's an auto-success Versus Tess, eh? You know what, let me be Let's bring dice into it and see how many Piranhas try to eat you
0: Is it, like With advantage against an unconscious person Or is it just an auto-hit?
4: Uh, oh I think, yeah, yeah, I think you are right, I think it is
2: Advantage against somebody within Malay, but also a critical if
0: you hit somebody within five feet. Unconscious creature is incapacitated. Um, can't move or speak in his of un- surroundings. Automatically fails. Strength index saving throws. and attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Any attack that hits uh, within five feet is a crit. So uh, attacks against the creature have advantage.
4: And uh, it's a crit if I hit. Yes. So I have advantage and it's a crit if I hit. <laughs> yup. That's great. That's fantastic news. So good.
0: At least I succeeded on that death save.
4: With advantage, it's 14 to hit.
0: Uh, my unconscious body apparently is too squirrely. (laughs) Oh, Oh, really? Yeah, just these piranhas suck. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, are stupid. I'm already bleeding out, man.
4: (laughs) I hate this game. The piranhas versus Lucera miss. Looser, what do you want to
3: do? Uh, hoist Tess's body up onto the double bed boogie board.
4: Okay. Sounds like plan. Give me athletics. That is 16. 16 is good enough. You get Tess up onto the wooden plank.
3: And then I'm going to switch And then I, as I'm doing that, I'm going to say to Merlin, stabilizer and i'm going to swim back to the main flotilla to get myself out of the water. You're going to start swimming I know why if that. i can't get up that's no big deal but i'm going to get as close as i can to the main aft castle. Yeah, you castle. get right
4: right there not quite enough to pull up but you're right there. Tess, give me a death saving throw. All right.
0: Come on, big money Tess.
4: That's a two. Oh, oh. one success, one fail. So good. I'm not worried at all. Oh shit. Had I just hit you with a piranha, you'd be dead right now. Yup. Straight up dead. Too bad your piranhas suck. <laughs> 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 oh no, I'm antagonizing the DM. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, stakes are high. These are some high ass level one stakes. <sighs> So Ash, what do you want to do?
3: I would like to help Lustra up onto the onto the aft castle portion.
4: Okay, yeah, no problem. Uh, you, you don't want to contest that, do you, Lustra? Mm, oh, oh, I absolutely do not. Uh, so you could use your action, grapple, and haul him up. Assuming uh, let's just do an athletic C. athletics. See athletics. Alright, see how you do. Uh, <laughs> a six. A six, uh, Lustra. Six and a half foot tall Dragonborn. Turns out to be way heavier than you expected. You got my height right. Nice. Yeah. I wrote <laughs> it down. I have it written down in like five places. <laughs> Proud of you.
2: In your shower. It's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. mirror cupboards where your coffee cups are.
4: Not enough. And his weight is actually enough to pull. Like he's trying to. You know, pull himself up using you, and now both of you are in their water. You Ugh. fall in with him.
3: Alrighty, Slash. that was your action, though. That so you still have movement if you want correct. to correct. Um, instead of doing that, uh, looking at Lustra, looking over at Tess and Merlin, Salash suddenly takes a moment to sort of take in the situation. Looking over at Stiletto, he lets out a long sigh. And calls over to to Merlin and says, it would seem we are better together than apart. Please, don't let Tess die. And I would like to give him some Bardic inspo.
4: Okay. You got range on that? What's the range? Bardic
3: inspo? I believe it's 30 feet in it. I think you're right. right, right?
4: It's not touch. As long as it's not Mm, touch, we're good.
3: I'm... Almost certain is
1: thirty
4: 60 feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 60, sixty even better. Okay, go. sounds go. good. So Bardic Inspiration to Merlin. So I'll that's take a D6. it.
2: Six. Bard inspires by touch. Just creepy back grubs
3: everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good.
4: Anything else from Slash? So if I've
3: fallen into the water, I don't suppose I could use the rest of my movement to get back up on the boat. You can absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to do that then. Sure. So I'm back up on the boat, and that's going to be my turn.
4: Merlin.
1: I don't know where people get the impression that Merlin knows anything about first aid or saving drowned people. (laughs) You take Uh, care of this, Merlin. He's like, what? My head's shaped like a lemon. That's (laughs) right. (laughs) And it's just pulp in there.
0: Put your chin in the wound. (laughs) Also, Uh, I got a boo-boo on my chin earlier falling down the stairs.
1: The only first aid Merlin knows is the Heimlich maneuver. So what he's going to do is just... (laughs) He's just going to start punching Tess in the
0: chest until oh the water God. comes out.
2: That's not even the Heimlich maneuver.
0: <laughs> so is it's, that like an autocrit? Am I dead now? <laughs> it's
4: it's the, the, the fighter version of the Heimlich, Heimlich maneuver. All he knows is the Heimlich, but he's not going <laughs> to use it. Instead, he's going to punch. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not choking on food, so why would I use it? I would use the maneuver. wouldn't make any sense. You're right.
3: Yeah. yeah, Remember, you got your bardic inspo to use on this medicine check. That's
4: right. Uh, you do. Yeah, this is going to be a medicine check to stabilize. You've got bardic inspo if you want it. The number you're looking for here is a 10 to stabilize.
1: All right, here we go. A 19 on the die.
4: 19. Tess becomes stable and unconscious.
2: (laughs) Punched into not dying.
3: (laughs) Fists of feelings. Squirt of water shoots (laughs) it. I'll take take it. it.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Anything else from Merlin? Uh, Nope. Pat himself on the back. That's it. (laughs) Great job, Merlin.
0: (laughs) Applied
3: sudden (laughs) abrasive pressure to the wound and closed it. Stiletto, there's
4: still. A decent amount of churning water. You th- you're pretty confident there's still some piranhas in the water. You know, Beth, Peter, the half orc. None of them have come up to the surface in.
2: I'm just going to seconds keep blasting rays through the water and see if I can pick them off one at a time. Okay, Uh that's a eight an eight.
4: What <laughs> what is a piranha's AC? Piranha's shitty
0: enough. He has to check.
4: <laughs> it's. uh and higher than 8, unfortunately yeah, these, just, little, these little punks got 13 AC Oh, well there we go I just, I just chill some water
2: And uh, sit here safe and wait
0: Small section of them just becomes ice cubes That's it. make them fish sticks
4: Who's in the water right now?
3: Uh, Your Copper Dragonborn Who else? That's it? I think That's I think it. so, That's yeah.
4: It. Oh, you got back yeah, up. Yeah, I got back up. You're on your boogie board, you're on the boogie board, you're on the aft, aft castle. castle.
3: And oh. I'm right in front of the aft castle,
4: about to get on, but... But, piranhas. You ready? <sighs> uh, as ready as I'll ever be. I've got d20s in both. I'm about to double-fist oh, wow. roll these oh. things. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great.
2: Best way to double-fist.
3: I'll make it easy for you. 13's the number you're looking
4: for. Oh, that's a hit over here. Uh, So two hits then. Two of them bite your legs and you take two points of piercing damage from their bites. Half-orc's still nowhere in sight. You're not sure what he does on his turn. You guys on the boogie board over there, Team Tess and Merlin, you can see the water's churning around you, but none of them... Can quite get to you. Lustra, what do you want to do? Uh,
3: get out of the water. Get out of the water <laughs> is a
4: good plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that's going to cost you half your movement. You want to do anything else? Then after that, uh,
3: I'll scream out to Merlin. If she's stabilized, try and paddle over here and get together. Yes, sir. And,
4: and my turn. You're just cheerleading Merlin. Directing paddle people. Harder. Good plan, good plan. It's going to bring it back the top. you are stabilized, so we don't have to do a death save. Woo. Slash, what do you want to do? Slash so is going to...
3: These guys are safe for now, um, and he can't quite see the orc, the half-orc, that is clearly underwater at this point. Yeah,
4: he went under, like, 30 feet away from where you're at Alrighty. now, and he's, he's gone. Um, uh,
3: Slash would like to try and find a piece of plank that he can use as a makeshift paddle
4: and start paddling towards team tests over there. Okay, give me another uh, give me another survival, see if you can survival make your little aft castle raft even better. Uh twenty-one. Twenty-one I'd say you find, yeah, a piece of debris big enough to act as a paddle and you start kinda closing the gap in between everybody. A paddle for his raft castle? Oh cha 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 uh, and, uh, uh, all right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> is a raft castle. I like it. I like it. Anything else you want to do, Solash? You start closing the gap. You probably make it. Uh, why, don't give me an, why don't you give me an athletics to see if you can fully close the gap? Uh, I'm a sneaky boy, not a not a tanky boy. Uh, ah, seventeen. Seventeen is pretty good. I'd say with that, you can close that little what's left of the 10 to 15 foot gap you managed to close it i'm gonna
3: to look towards the two of them and just go get on merlin
1: yeah so uh i'm gonna grab tess and we're gonna go onto the raft castle and <laughs> oh, uh it's catching on that's not good it <laughs> is <laughs> and uh i don't know that seems like it's a lot of a movement and i'm carrying something heavy no offense uh Wow. <laughs> None <laughs> taken. Feel, I'm unconscious. What I'm trying to get it is that would that be an action to to pull Tess onto the next raft?
4: It's just costing you extra movement.
1: Sure. Okay. Uh, well
4: so if you want to get it up there, it's gonna cost you all your movement, but you still have an action if you want to just mic drop Tess's body and do something.
1: Uh I mean I just like to start
4: paddling in any direction away from the piranhas. Sounds good. Yeah. You start trying to get out of here. Stiletto, you want to do anything? Is anyone still in the water? Is Lucer no.
3: back up? Uh, I believe so. Back yeah, up, I am right? back up, yeah. yeah.
4: So no one's in the water currently. Stiletto, what do you want to do? I have a mess kit. I'll take the
2: pan out from that and use that as a paddle.
4: Hells yeah, you start paddling with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Any of the kippers jump in, I'll <laughs> save their way, right? <laughs> 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 A little breakfast.
4: (laughs) With all of you safely out of the water, I mean, the water keeps frothing and foaming for a little bit as these piranhas try to nibble at any little pieces, any little toes that might be dangling. But you, at this point, are all aware of what's going on, except for Tess, who's unconscious. But the rest of you are aware and you're able to kind of you know, there's enough wood, enough to raft castle. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> for, for all of you. Essentially, you know, between the raft castle and the boogie board we've got, you guys are safely out of the water for the most part. Certainly safe enough uh, as far as these piranhas are concerned. they are not a whole lot of tiny little foot long fish can do about this. So after a few minutes go by. The waters become calm again. You guys are out of initiative.
0: Oh,
2: my god.
4: <sighs> oh my god! What do you want to? What's the, I mean? The damage. There's some damage here. What's? What do you guys do? What do you do? Actually, I would like I to remain unconscious. Right yeah, right. <laughs> Whole I, lot of choice. Let's roll a d4 to see how long it would take before. Anyone want to do a medicine check? Hit a 12, and I'll tell you what I just rolled. Yeah, sure.
3: Oh, how about that? I got 18
4: plus 2, so it's so you, you take a look at Tess, and you determine that, you know, obviously with some healing, she'd come right back to, but in this stabilized condition, you don't see her being unconscious for any more than about two hours.
3: Well, I think she'll be out for about two hours. Start patting my, my legs <sighs> when the orc's gone. I'm going to take a look around and see if there's any landmarks or anything on the horizon. You know, kind of get a bearing of where we're at, if at all. Sure. Um,
4: what would I roll for that? Uh, let's do a survival check to see if you can determine where you are. And there's that number again, 19. You're rolling a lot of 19s here recently. Mm. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good on your rolls as Lustra so far. The 19, you notice just like the smallest little alterations. The water here itself is not quite the same color as you remember it being when you were sailing safely on board the Blue Dolphin. You don't see any parts of the sky that, you know, you don't see any landmarks, any navigational landmarks in the sky. It's hard to really describe, but there's the whole area just has all these subtle little changes. Everything's a different color. Fish are just slightly bigger than they should be. Odd little changes. But unfortunately, you're not able to determine much more than that. You don't know where you are. Uh, I don't think... I feel like when it comes to
3: our surroundings that storm i don't know where it blew us or threw us or where we are but i don't think we're even remotely close to the sword coast anymore these waters everything feels
4: different
1: does anybody have a compass or anything on them
4: unless you guys have a compass in your you know like your equipment packs or something like right, that right yeah the answer is no
2: uh, Stiletto's gonna take the time to, uh, with mending and, uh, press the digitation, clean up and, uh, repatch Tess's clothes while she's unconscious
4: okay. from the axe wounds and the little piranha bites. Sounds good to me. Yeah, you managed to do that. How do you guys spend this time? Unfortunately, Tess is out cold Two for hours a couple hours. of hours. Uh, I try and do healing and
2: everything fizzles, so I just sit, uh slightly dejected and i will try and go through my little book from notes i took from van richten to see if he has any specific notes on if this is a domain of dread and if it is
4: which i'm not sure how i mean you know based on what your surround based on your surroundings what you can see i mean it's just ocean everywhere yeah I mean, you you, cert- you look through your notes without any check are able to determine that, yeah, there are domains of dread that have oceans, but... The gray, the bigger things, the particular
2: entrances, nothing specific on it?
4: No. No particular name comes to mind. No. But you do also notice probably the same thing Lucifer notice, just tiny, subtle changes that strike you as somewhat odd, but no, no. No name of a domain pops up. All right. Well I think all we can
3: do is find just get some paddles together and paddle in one direction. We should hit land at some point or another. Take shifts.
1: Merlin concurs. He he thinks we should just paddle till we find land and he's got uh he's got the stamina to keep going for a little while.
3: Okay. Cell looks to the crew. Of this of this raft castle, <laughs> um, and seeing that there's no particular landmarks, he does the only thing that he can think of, and he sticks his head underwater just to see how far he can see in the murky depths. Um, he he <laughs> does have he does have dark vision. Okay. Um. So,
4: is there anything underwater that he can see, or is it just yeah, sixty feet of dark vision? Correct. No, you don't see anything of interest, but you don't see the bottom either. So you are. You're confident these waters are at least yeah. 61 feet deep,
3: right? <laughs> Already, in which case, he's also going to haul out a mirror from his Monster Hunters pack, um, and ideally he's going to like attach it to a rope. Slash looks to the group and he says, do we want to be found?
1: Uh, Yeah, of course. We're stranded. <laughs> We're gonna die, Slash.
3: So Slash ties the mirror to the rope, and Given, even though it's overcast, there's obvi- it's obviously still bright outside, yeah. Enough that if I were to start swinging this mirror in a circle on a rope, that you would see and catch reflections.
4: Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yep, it's crude
3: and rudimentary, but if we wish to be discovered, at least this might catch the eye of a passerby swinging this mirror about. I'll cast prejudic- Prejudication. And, You'll uh, get it uh, one of these <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
2: No, <know> I won't. <laughs> I cast my magic thing and mm-hmm. I will uh, add a little bit of color to the end of it as it's spinning. There just just go. a good idea. Assist.
3: Yep. So, Slash is going to go ahead and start doing that. Okay. While people are rowing, hoping that we can perhaps wave somebody down.
1: Merlin remembers some long uh, forgotten Boy Scout training and uh looks up to the sky and tries to just locate the sun where is the sun
4: where is the sun give me give me one more survival i feel like we've we've solved too many things with survival checks but they <laughs> okay. really are. it seems like the appropriate thing
1: a 15 on the die
4: 15 and a 15 total it i mean it's extremely overcast it is Very gray, dull sky. You do think, you you figure out where the sun probably is behind this cloud cover, so you're fairly confident there is a sun here.
1: If we can just see it move a little, we can figure
4: out where's east and where's west. You watch the sun for a few minutes. It is moving downwards. It is setting, and so you are able to kind of, you know, figure out your cardinal directions and also realize that night is falling very quickly. And those of you who don't have dark vision are about to be plunged into sheer and utter darkness. It gets real dark in the middle of the ocean on an overcast night. And you'd say you've got maybe 30 minutes to an hour before it's a problem.
1: Well then, gentlemen... Good thing we got our bearings now before it got dark, but it looks like
4: we're paddling into the night. So you start, Pat, do you any particular direction you want to go? You guys can kind of determine which direction the sun is, you know, you can see where it's going to set. Well, so what direction I'd, you want to go? I feel like maybe we
3: should go east or west, because I feel if we go north or south, I mean, I'm not sure how long we're going to be on this, but I feel like north and south kind of leads to more extreme weather. So if we follow east or west, I feel like at least we're mo- we'll we encounter more of the same weather, maybe.
1: Merlin is uh, doing some mental geography in his head and kind of makes, uh, you know, an educated guess. Maybe water is to the east. Could be a-, a direction we could go in.
3: I mean, if we are still in the Sword Sea, yeah. I mean, Faerun, main land, would be east. So I feel like that might be our best bet. It's about as best a suggestion that we have.
1: East it is, and uh, Merlin kind of points the the raft uh, towards east with uh, a one arm paddle and then just goes full force as the sun goes down.
3: Let me know when you get tired and I'll swap out with you. Absolutely, my friend. As a point of order, uh, who does have dark vision and who doesn't? Who can see in the night? Tess does not respond to you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the answer?
2: Because
0: though? she's unconscious. She has dark vision, The yeah. Elf, Oh. Uh, oh yeah, the elves still have, uh, dark visions, yeah. Not have dark vision. Anyone raises
3: their hands? Oh yeah, Ed,
1: Merlin is as standard a human as you can get. Merlin
3: has no dark vision. Mm, absolutely else not. Does? I don't think uh, uh, the dragonborn eyes. there. are slash. Uh, yeah, I got dark vision. Yeah. You do. Yep. Yeah. So, so the two paddlers don't have
4: dark vision. <laughs> two paddlers have no dark vision. That's fantastic. You guys have chosen east. Is that right? Correct. Going east. Paddling east. Man, what a scene. You guys are all beat up. Tess is lying unconscious on the raft castle. (laughs) Slash is just sitting there spinning his rope and mirror.
1: (laughs) It's a very funny visual.
3: It is. (laughs) Up shit creek on a raft castle. (laughs) Up shit creek on a raft castle. There's our episode episode (laughs) title.
1: Salash so thinks we're at a Greek wedding right now, just
4: <laughs> throwing around mirrors. <in> <laughs> Greek weddings are a good time. Yeah, I mean, three it's never been a wedding. It's fantastic time. Uh, but man, what a scene! And Merlin, rowing away, stiletto already out of juice. That was a rough day. You're out of spell slots. What a scene! It's uh that was a day. That was an experience. I can't believe we, we came within one dice roll of a death. Yep. I don't know <laughs> if we put enough attention
0: on that fact. I was just hoping to like go under the radar and just be like, oh yeah, no, it doesn't matter, it's fine.
4: I was panicking. One dice roll away from a death. <sighs> As all of you are floating along on this raft castle... Wondering where it's going to take you. Lustra, maybe the events of what happened today, the events that have happened so recently to you, you find yourself kind of thinking back to that day that I guess kind of started this all off for you. As nighttime descends, on the raft castle, we're gonna fade away from what's happening right now. We're gonna talk a little bit about what's already happened. You all see a pair of very well kept shoes with the words with love, RSS, embroidered on the side. You see Lustra. Six and a half foot tall dragonborn ranger Nailed it <laughs> His copper skin Glistening Under the harsh sun as he walks along a path He's surrounded by the jungles of Chult You can hear birds singing in the distance you can almost feel the weight Of the humid summer air Around him Behind him maybe A dozen feet away is another copper skinned dragonborn. Although much older than Lustra, they share enough features that you know this has to be Lustra's father. He wears a leather tunic similar to Lustra's, and the same rosary, the same symbol hangs from his neck. Walking alongside Lustra's dad is a third person. This beautiful human girl She's got shoulder-length strawberry blonde hair, beaming blue eyes. She's wearing a loose-fitting shirt and shorts, clothes appropriate for a nice casual walk in the trails. You can tell she's pleading with Looster's dad. She has both of her hands on his forearm. Looster kind of stops walking, turns back to his dad and the young girl walking a dozen or so feet behind him.
3: He's told you that story already. I don't see
4: what's so funny about it. But the girl just pleads with Looster's dad, and he happily gives in. It's true. Even when he was at his youngest, he would cry into his mother's arms the second his feet were not covered. Day and night, she would spend crafting shoes for our son as his feet grew bigger. Ensuring his feet would never be cold. Some in our clan still call him soft feet because of this. see the girl giggles. But you can tell by the look on her face that she finds the story touching. You can see the adoration she has for Lucra. Lucra just rolls his eyes. Turns back around and keeps walking down this trail but you can see the small smile form on his face it clearly brings lustra a lot of joy to know that his dad and this girl are getting along so well after a few moments the small talk between lustra's dad and the girl is abruptly cut off by the voice of lustra's dad shouting lustra Lustra turns to see what's wrong and sees his dad's feet completely enveloped by dark, swirling mists. Lustra, run! Both of you, go! Now! Rena lets out a shriek of terror, and in an act of desperation, she tries to push Looser's dad out of these mists. Panic. ...spreads across the old Dragonborn's face. But it's already too late to do anything about it. The mists quickly... ...rise up... ...to engulf both of them. As the last time... ...that Lustra saw Rina and his father, and yet... ...perhaps the most disturbing thing in the whole scene is the look... On the face of Lucer's dad in those last few seconds. It's a look that Lucer probably isn't going to forget anytime soon. It's a look of panic, a look of terror. But not in fear of the mists. He seemed to have an understanding of what was happening. Anyone who didn't would have tried to run out of these mists. But the old dragonborn just stood there and tried to warn his son and Rena to get away and then we cut back the scene of all of you floating on this, uh, this raft castle Luster what are you what's Luster thinking right now as you kind of look down at your shoes and realize that at some point throughout today, at some point throughout the the tussle and the fight and the piranhas, you notice just this tiny little hole on the side of your left shoe. What are you thinking? What's going through Looster's mind as he's floating on this raft castle?
3: As he's sitting there, shoe brushing away and trying to clean off his lovely shoes as best he can and seeing the whole and thinking of the fact of holding an unconscious Tess at one point or another just the closed eyes of Tess and what flashes in Looster's mind is just that the the recognition that unforgiving unknowing look of Looster's father and just the eyes And that look just flashes in his mind and holds on to the boots a bit more, glazes his hands over the embroidery to try and calm himself, but tenses up again and kind of sits there and rocks, you know, back and forth, just wondering where to go from here. He's not sure which way is up and down, and now that the sun has set and everything is blacked out, just feels genuinely lost for the first time in a long time and is just trying to hold it together and looks over to looks over to where he assumes Tess is at, or where Stiletto might be. Maybe he tries to reach out, pulls his hand back and just, says, and just opens up the conversation. Anyone awake? I can't see anything, it's so dark. Tess, Stiletto? Marlin's awake.
4: Everyone seems to be awake. I'm sure after some, you know, a few hours of rowing tests, you wake up as well. I believe you'd have, what, one health point? Uh, You stabilize. You guys are all floating in the middle of the ocean. You know, what's everyone else thinking? What's going through? Merlin's mind right now. Uh, Merlin.
1: For Merlin, this was easily the most, like, horrifying, scary event to happen in his life. Absolutely. Probably gonna be a formative moment uh, later on. But, uh, in his mind, he's just kinda thinking, well, not getting to Waterdeep anytime soon, and that's uh, probably gonna disappoint Dad a little bit, and it's gonna put a halt to things, but hey, at least I'm alive. And maybe, I'm not not sure if maybe this is what Dad wanted. Maybe he just wanted me to just get lost at sea and not come home and claim any inheritance and just kind of let my brother run the show. (sighs) Alas, these are things out of my control.
4: I'm still out of thinking, floating along in what is now this... Just endless void of black.
2: Uh, She's staring up at the lack of stars and just imagining those nights. She'd sit on a rooftop and stare at the skyline of Waterdeep uh, after all the magic MacGuffin happened and she awakened to the powers within her and she... Looks back on the couple of months she had training with Van Richten in her head, and just wishing there was more, more time, more answers, and more strength, the ability to heal just a little more.
4: Does she do feel a little more damage? She feel upset at all the fact that I mean, Tess laid unconscious for hours, and you were so exhausted, and still so. Fresh in your training, there's really nothing you can do about it. Um all of the
2: things she's been through, she just puts her hand to her side, bruises of the past kind of thing, and grits her teeth and just sees it as uh one more step of determination to
4: push herself forward. What's the so Lash thinking as you're sitting there with your rope and mirror. <laughs> 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 interesting they're doing, like, Cirque du Soleil. a It's like, in the <laughs> hey.
3: um, Solash, in review of the day, Um, uh, takes a moment to collect his thoughts and analyze what happened. He thinks of when he was more clinical on the boat, looking at everybody and how they were interacting. He picks apart how everybody interacted in the water and then he reviews very, very clinically what his actions were on the aft castle on the double door the throwing of Beth off and almost wondering why Tess would be so upset at him throwing a body off, it made sense it was useless for a moment he almost twinges a little bit he feels something. He's not sure how to explain it or how to, how to even verbalize it yet. He wants to find the words for it, but he's not sure. He just knows that it feels strong. He doesn't know if it feels good or bad, but he grins nonetheless before dismissing the thought and thinking to himself that he needs to be more precise. He needs to learn more about how to bring words to this. And more importantly, how he can
4: understand the people around him better. I oh, like it. Does he, does he regret now opening with the I think you're all meat line? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> he's, he's not at all. He's
3: still very steadfast with that. Um, he still believes that quite wholeheartedly. But he's secretly hoping, I think, that you guys will prove him wrong. And, and there was a moment where Tess was about to be stabilized, especially when Lustra, you know, flexed his stuff, that he felt that this group is capable and that perhaps you're not all just meat. Perhaps so having some be.
4: second thoughts about the group. Tess, as you're kind of floating here, you, you eventually come back to consciousness, still pretty beat up. You notice immediately that Stiletto or somebody clearly has taken the time to clean you up because you do not look the way you feel. You're a lot cleaner and fresher than your body feels right now. So what's going through your head as you're floating? Honestly, I think her first
0: thought when she her eyes flutter open and she sees that it's just the five of us here on the Raft Castle... A mirror swinging around in the pitch darkness. <laughs> 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 There's
4: a on it. It makes <laughs> it very
0: sarcastic. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I love it. A pink mirror spinning around in the darkness. Thank you. It just sort of hammers home everything that happened today. And she thought she was ready for this. She thought she was ready to go off on her own. And she thought that everything Simon had taught her to prepare her for the outside world would be enough, but the way she feels, the, the literal burning pain in her chest from the giant gash left by that axe, it's cut deep into her, her spirit as well because everything that she did from the moment the lightning struck
4: just made things worse for everyone man and she was originally going to come on this trip with simon for obvious reasons came alone does she regret having get, gotten on this boat now getting does she regret boarding the blue dolphin
0: the that thought goes through her mind, not not for a small amount of time. She sort of looks up into the pitch dark night sky and just
4: whispers to herself,
0: "I wish you were still here."
4: And as you guys all float throughout the darkness hours go by as you sit there in a loss in your thoughts and what seems like an eternity later the cloud strewn sky brightens with dawn the sun starts to rise and far away on the horizon you see a two-masted sailing ship. It's making its way across the sparkling waves. And you're not sure if it's the Cirque de Soleil act. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe just pure luck. But far off in the distance, you all hear a cry of recognition ringing out from the lookouts Aboard this far away Sailing ship Clearly Your plight has been noticed And gradually This ship Turns towards you And then with a sharp snap The sails Fill with wind And this ship surges Forward in your direction It takes a good 15 minutes before it reaches you. And when the vessel finally does reach you, the dozen or so sailors on the deck begin to wave and shout out their greetings. Their language is guttural. It's throaty. It's one that none of you recognize. The name written... On the hull of this ship however Is written in common And Speaks well of your luck For you Are all in the process Of being rescued By a ship With a one word name Mercy And you'll be boarding it next week At level 2
0: Oh my.
2: How does this ship's aft castle look?